Welcome to Season 3 of the What's Next podcast. I am your host, Kareem Kanji. To help us celebrate Black History Month, we're bringing to you two conversations with leaders in our industry. Today, I'm speaking with Chanel Morrison, Director, Global Media Strategy at AstraZeneca. My name is Chanel Morrison. I lead media strategy for AstraZeneca. Um, Specifically, I lead and oversee our media investment for the Americas and then also for Europe. However, about 96% of our media investment uh, lies with the U.S. I spend a lot of my time working and partnering with our marketing brand teams on translating their business objectives into media strategy and objectives. And then also with external partners, um, such as our agencies, and then obviously media publishers and, and vendors that are in the space that are also pivotal to how we show up in market. So that's a little bit about me. Um, obviously, a, a lifetime media professional, I'm truly passionate about the space. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So, so you, you've done media in different spaces. How did you arrive at AstraZeneca? Yeah, so um, probably about seven years ago, uh, I joined a team that was newly formed within the organization um, that was all about bringing uh, expertise in-house. So how could we bring um, a group of talented folks to help be internal consultants for our marketing and brand teams and also help to shape how AstraZeneca would show up in certain spaces, emerging channels um, in the future. And that comprised that team was comprised of um, several different groups. We had a media team, a social team, a content team, and we were all there to help enable the business. Um, So that's how I landed at AZ. But in a prior life, I had also been uh, planning and buying media on behalf of AstraZeneca. So it was a very natural transition for me. Um, But that was sort of the beginning of my uh, career at AZ. Okay. Now, is there something about marketing and pharma that excites you? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about uh, marketing and media in general. Um, obviously, I think in the pharma space in particular, you know, we have to work around a lot of the regulations and um, compliance requirements that we're faced with as an industry. Um, But I think it's all about making connections with consumers and and some of our key customers. Um, When I started out, um, you know, trying to determine what I wanted to do um, with my career, you know, I always was one uh, curious to understand how did something end up on TV or how did it come to life in a magazine. And so that drove a lot of my interest in the space of marketing in general. And I also had influences from my parents as well. Um, But, you know, really, it's about the power of media and what that means from a business perspective, big or small. Um, And really, for pharma, it's, you know, we're providing information and tools to people who may be managing a condition. Um, And sometimes, you know, what we have to say could be potentially life changing, um, you know, in terms of people who are are trying to face those struggles on a daily basis. And then also similarly for physicians who are trying to make treatment decisions, uh, our ability to uh, communicate with them with important critical 
scientific information could also aid in those decisions. So I find that there's a lot of purpose in uh, marketing in the pharma space. Um, it, it truly is, I think, a challenging um, industry to work in, but there's just so much, uh, I think, benefit and, and passion for what we do on a daily basis. Nice. Thinking about uh, outside of marketing, but just focusing, focusing in on AstraZeneca, um, what excites you most or what are you most passionate about specifically working at AstraZeneca? Yeah, so for me, it's pretty simple. It's the people. I've um, made some lifelong friends at AZ. I think that's probably the one thing that's been a constant over the seven years um, um, with my time at, at the organization is that it's a great place to work at because of the people who I get to interact with on a daily basis. They're extremely passionate people. They have a lot of heart for what we do. Um, and they're just incredible people through and through. So even as even as people have moved on from EZ and and pursued other careers with different companies, I've still managed to keep a lot of those uh, connections. So I, to me, it's the people that I get to talk to and work with um, every day. All right. So Chanel, we're having this conversation during Black History Month. And I want to ask you this in two ways, right? I, I guess I want you to answer in, in maybe two ways. One, you know, personally and professionally, what, what does this month mean to you? Yeah, so I think, you know, Black History Month is certainly a time for learning and reflection, right? There are a lot of ways that we can highlight accomplishments for things uh, uh, that have happened in the past, um, accomplishments specifically by by Black people in America and, and really just around the world. But it's very much a celebration for me personally, um, you know, the ability to have that conversation all month long to celebrate um, those many accomplishments is certainly, uh, you know, important. But I also think as a media professional, it's an opportunity to also highlight the achievements of what's happening in, in the present, right? What, what is the difference that certain individuals are making in the present? Um, it also means to me uh, that there's importance in representation, right? Especially for me, uh, I'm a Black woman in the media industry, but um, in the pharma media industry at that, I think I bring a unique perspective that is sometimes different to those of my colleagues. And I embrace that. I know that there are many times that that added perspective provides value to whatever the conversation might be. Um, and so I take pride in that. And that's really what Black History Month means to me is, again, like, you know, the ability to have reflection, to celebrate um, the accomplishments of those in the past and then also in the present. Nice. Um, and I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about, you know, the future of media. And I know you're you're focused on on helping, you know, your company. But um, is there anything about media in the future that excites you? Um, I feel like that's uh, an interesting question. Um, I, I, you know, I think that we're at a very interesting um, point in the industry with the deprecation of cookies um, sort of being the thing that everyone's thinking about and, and trying to understand what it means for their business. 
Uh, I'm excited to see how the industry innovates. Um, you know, the importance of privacy is taking center stage. And um, we all have to think uh, very differently about uh, how we still continue those connections and conversations with our audiences. Um, I have no doubt that, you know, there are going to be some incredible innovations that come out of this time. Uh, until cookies are finally deprecated, I think we're all sort of trying to see what happens there if, if the timeline sticks or, or does it continue to change. But I think, you know, um, it's it's a time where we're trying to solve a challenge. And, and to me, that's that's probably the most exciting part is, is how do we get better? How do we innovate um, as, as that happens? So, yeah. All right. So let's take a look back now. You know, we've just taken a look at the future. What are you most proud of, Chanel, in, in mm-hmm. your in your in your short career? Mm-hmm. So, you know, actually, I'd say that I, I mean, me personally, I've done some great work at AstraZeneca and, and they're they're definitely things that I could pull on and say that I'm proud of. But I'll actually say what I'm most proud of about myself is is where I come from. Um, I come from an incredible family. Um, My mom is a three-time Olympic sprinter for Jamaica. She, you know, of course, Jamaica has a very rich um, track and field history. Um, My dad is a technocrat in the Jamaican government for for many years. My brother is an educator. He's an uh, engineering professor who's also highly notable in his field. So for me, you know, I'm surrounded by people who are quite, uh, you know, great in their own right. And that fuels my own passion in my career and personal life to be the best version of myself. So while I think we could all sort of tout things that we're proud of in our professional career, to me, um, what I'm most personally proud of is my family and, and my background. Well, that's fantastic. That that is yes. that is great. You know, uh, you know, you ask these people, you ask people these these sorts of questions, and you know, it's this is what I've done in my career. This is what I've done in my job. Uh, this is what I have done. Um, and it's amazing that that you sort of look at the people that maybe you stand on their shoulders who've helped you through their example, maybe. Uh, Absolutely. To help mold you in, into the person that you've uh, uh, you've become and are becoming. That's amazing. That's a great answer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. You're welcome. Um, Chanel, thank you so much for this. This has been a, a yeah, great no, conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kareem. I really enjoyed our discussion. Me as well. The What's Next podcast is a production of Active International, the global leader in corporate trade. Active's trading model has enabled brands to maximize the value they receive for assets, increase their return on ad spend, and generate funding for unbudgeted expenses. To learn more about how Active can help you receive full value for assets on your books and turn it into funding for your media plan, contact us at activeinternational.com or click on the show notes.